0: Well, what strikes me, Bob Trot, those figures that you just read from the city of Philadelphia, it's very obvious that if Mr. Truman has a chance of winning this election this evening, that he must carry the big city centers by overwhelming majorities, as the late President Roosevelt did for his four terms. However, your figures from Philadelphia show that in this normally big, overwhelming Democratic city, President Truman is leading Governor Dewey by only 2,000 votes. Well that would seem to indicate at this early hour that as Governor Dewey piles up his outstate majority, as outstate Pennsylvania always goes Republican, that while the figures are not definite as yet, we may count on Pennsylvania being in the Republican column when the votes are counted definitely this evening. Another point, too, it's clear even this early this evening in the election returns how little real practical political effect the new third and fourth political parties are having in this race for president.
1: On Tuesday, November 2nd, 1948, the United States held its 41st presidential election. If you'd been tuned into the results early in the evening, you'd have been convinced that the pre election polls were correct and Thomas E. Dewey would become now, the next president. You'd
0: have been Alabama wrong. With
1: electoral votes, with nine. <laughs> Thomas Dewey ran a low-risk campaign. His advisors believed all he had to do to win was avoid major mistakes. So Dewey spoke in platitudes avoided controversial issues, and was vague on what he planned to do as president. But many Republicans disliked Dewey, feeling he was too cold and stiff, and surprisingly against outlawing the Communist Party. Believing he had nothing to lose, Harry Truman ran a feisty campaign. He ridiculed Dewey's platitudes, and claimed communists were rooting for a GOP victory to ensure another Great Depression energizing traditional Democrats, as well as Catholic and Jewish voters, Truman also fared surprisingly well with Midwestern farmers. When it was all over, Harry Truman's victory was considered one of the greatest election upsets in American history, garnering 303 electoral votes to Thomas Dewey's 189.
2: We have uh, obtained the results from the state of Ohio, which assures victory for President Truman and Senator Barclay. With Ohio's 25 electoral votes, President Truman and Senator Barclay will have a total of 266 votes in the Electoral College. This is the minimum figure necessary for victory. This figure, however, does not take into consideration the very favorable trends still developing in California, Colorado, Idaho, and Nevada. The final truman barkley total will reach and exceed 279 electoral votes. It marks a tremendous victory for American labor. For to the organized political efforts of the American labor movement, much credit for this victory must be given. But it was not labor alone which brought about this democratic victory. Tribute must be paid to the thousands of democratic workers who labored long and hard to get out the vote. And most of all, tribute for this victory must be paid to all the American people, working men, farmers, professional men and civil servants, businessmen and the millions of housewives who helped swell the Democratic vote. They showed that they are politically alert and completely able to judge candidates and political parties on their record of performance. The American people have shown what they want. They have given the Democratic Party a challenge. The Democratic Party will live up to its great trust.
1: With simultaneous success in the 1948 congressional elections, the Democrats also regained control of both houses of Congress, which they lost in 1946. The next day, Harry Truman spoke in Independence, Missouri.
3: Thank you, Mr. Mayor and my uh, fellow townsmen and citizens of this great county named after Andrew Jackson. I can't tell you how very much I appreciate this turnout to celebrate a victory not my victory but a victory of the Democratic Party for the people. I want to inform you, Mr. Mayor, that protocol goes out the window when I'm an independent. I'm a citizen of this town and a taxpayer. And I want to be treated just like the rest of the taxpayers in this community are treated. Whether you extend the city or limit, or not. I thank you very much, indeed, for this celebration, which is not for me. It's for the whole country. It's for the whole uh, world. For the simple reason that you've given me a tremendous responsibility. Now, since you've given me that responsibility, I want every single one of you to help carry out that responsibility for the welfare of this great republic and for the welfare and peace of the world at large. And I'm sure that's what you're going to do. I can't begin to thank the people who are responsible for the Democratic Party winning this great election. Of course, I'm indebted to everybody for that win. And I'll have to just say to every single one of you individually that I'm going to do the very best I can to carry out the democratic platform as I promised to do in my speeches over this country. And we have a Congress now, and I am sure we'll make some progress in the next four years. Thank you all. Thank you.